0: You're listening to the Tuesday review, I'm Nathan, as always joined by Callum and James in the studio. How are you going guys? Yeah, not You're bad. Not, not bad. We're also joined by a silent guest or audience, audience member. Audience Rafael. Live audience. Hey <laughs> going, Rafael. He says he's good. Okay. <laughs> um, so he, does to, he does
1: exist. We're not hallucinating our audience. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We've been doing this show so long. Is, that is, was like, is, is you he in the
2: room right now, James? Is, yeah. <laughs> There's um, no one here, James. Yeah. Is he smiling at you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, i smile all over again.
0: <laughs> um, now, so we're, ta- we're talking a little bit more about like video games and stuff this week because a fair bit's happened and we're interested in it. Yes. Um before we get to, I guess, or Alan. Hopefully, Alan will be joining us on the show. We're gonna talk about our experience over PAX with him as well. Um, Overwatch Two has recently launched. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for audiences, Overwatch is very close to my heart, and we played it for years and years and years. Yeah, me, Alan, and Jake all played it religiously for years. Like Can- we got to n-
2: come. I did. He yeah, some sometimes. I he had much. a
0: love hate relationship with it. Yeah, game. I never played it. Um, but we went deep. Hmm. Um, we had a really good time. It was a good time playing that game. And they re- they stopped supporting the game, basically. And they said, oh, we're developing Overwatch 2.
1: Yeah, I remember we talked about yeah. it.
0: All resources are being sort of focused towards Overwatch 2. Mm. And we didn't get any new characters, new maps, new modes, anything like that outside of some skins every now and again, like costumes for your characters. Yeah. Um, for years. Mm. And um, they finally launched Overwatch 2, and it's a shit show. Mm. So basically they've relaunched it as free to play instead of like it wasn't originally. You had to just buy the game and then you could play it. Um, the problem with that is it has a battle pass and like all the stuff that standard games come yeah. with today. Like your, your Warzone, your Fortnite, your Fall Guys. Pass, yeah. Season pass. Like season passes. Battle, yeah. battle passes.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And you level them up to 80 or whatever, 100 or whatever, like the cap is, and you get rewards every tier. That's fine. Most of the time, right, you... you when you, 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 there's a free battle pass or free tiers in the battle pass, and there's paid battle pass. We unlock extra rewards and stuff. Mm. The problem with this is, it's very we'll say it's a very frugal battle pass. In yeah. most games, mm. you earn enough yeah. credits or money or whatever kind of currency they use through their free tier or even if you pay for it once, you earn enough to be able to redeem like another one. If you complete the battle pass, you sort of have enough currency to be able to buy the next one for free. Okay. Which is not the case in Overwatch 2. It's very cost... Yeah. Um, so as, as I, they're as trying to force you to... Yeah, essentially they're trying to force you to pay real money. Mm. As a kind of comparison, a game was
2: released this year called Terra Fantasy, mm. and but this is not quite a battle pass. It's more what they call gacha, where you have you get a chance to you pay money to get like a loot box, if you will, and it gives you a chance to get a, one item from a set of items, with one item being rare, mm-hmm. the rest being common or whatever. But the in Terra Fantasy, you earn so much in-game currency just from exploring the world that there's no real reason to pay real money if you engage with the game daily. Mm-hmm. So that's like my point is like the, the other games that employ similar so systems
1: have a very... They're trying to keep you playing.
2: Yeah, but they're also keeping it so you don't have to pay real money to get the interesting yeah, stuff. If you stay engaged. If you stay engaged. Yeah. Whereas Overwatch is very much a... You need to play extensively all the time to earn... Not in... Like not even so enough to buy them. technically speaking yeah. you if you play enough you can earn enough in-game currency to buy the battle pass it will take you but 18 months the problem mm. something like the, that. the problem is you'll have
0: just in the nick of time before the thing ends no so it's gonna take you like 18 months to oh really because it's a thousand coins for a battle pass you you earn 60 coins a week
1: you when you say you earn, you can only earn 60. Yeah,
2: that's the, oh, I, I must've misunderstood. Cause I read someone that said, so, that you would have like a week left to nah, after. Nah, it's, so it's
0: um, designed. It's to, designed to force you to pay. To force you, yeah. Basically it's something like you can get one free battle pass every like four paid. Mm. Um, because you can only earn, so I'll do the quick maps, but I think it's, you can earn 60 coins a week. Um, through completing the weekly challenges. Yeah, um, and the the
2: kind of stuff you get in these these battle passes is skins, emotes, hmm. uh, characters, even. So like the one of the later rewards is an in-game character that you can use in ranked play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you you can use this character outside of ranked play, if you like, uh, I think if you if we bought the game or is
0: it just included for free players as well? Which one? What? The uh, the new characters. The new characters. If you previously owned the game, you get them unlocked for free. Otherwise, you have to earn them through the yeah. battle pass. So, like, it's they're free tiers, but yeah. yeah,
2: but it's it's they make you work real hard for it, and other games don't really make you work as hard. So, I th- I'm hoping that they'll adjust it as they continue because there's going to be negative feedback because everyone's going to be comparing them to other similar games, yeah. like Fortnite and and other things where they have the same
1: system. I think it, I'm pretty sure we talked about Overwatch Two a few months ago. And I can't remember exactly, but what was it? Was it like a, a, a beta test or something? That it's because it's already come out. Now it's out. Yeah. Now it's out properly. Yeah. But there was something we talked about. It. It came. There was yeah. a closed beta. There was a closed yeah. beta, and people were complaining because it was basically they stopped supporting the first game. 2 and then we're like okay here's the beta you know Overwatch 2 is coming and people are like but we just want Overwatch 1 this is like just 1.5 like what yeah, is yeah very little actually changed yeah. except yeah. the
0: monetization one game <laughs> yeah
1: yeah because i like i'm having trouble remembering but i remember people complaining being like this isn't overwatch 2 you're just
0: yeah it's not overwatch 2 it's just they changed the monetization of the game gave it a fresh layer of paint and just like they took some of the maps out and put some new ones in you can't fool people into thinking they're getting a new game yeah
2: Yeah. they even i don't know if this is a technical problem or if it's something they've actually done but they even seem to have removed skins from certain characters so, there's a whole drama of the back end of the game as well. So, like mm. if you bought... If you earned a skin for, let's say, Reaper or whatever. Like, I think he was one of the characters Nathan said was affected. There's like a Reaper skin that people can't access anymore.
1: Mm.
0: What was it? Was it Reaper? I have no idea. I can't remember. I don't know. anything about that at the moment.
2: But yeah, there was like skins that people just don't have anymore that they loved. Mm. And it's like, is that a decision by Blizzard? They're not saying. It
1: seems like... I mean, we've talked about before. Like, a lot of... It's just predatory kind of business practice.
0: Yeah. I um it was it was sixteen and a half weeks um of doing all of these challenges to earn um a premium battle pass yeah and the battle passes go for like nine weeks so you're not going to be able to get it every time if you play for free. okay um so they heavily incentivized you towards buying it with cash yeah um you know to keep in context here with Overwatch one yeah you bought the game for like ten bucks but then you got free loot boxes again loot boxes have their own issues yeah. But every kind of three wins or every level up you got, you got a free loot box with a random item, which could be these skins. These skin these costumes now, to buy them with the game currency is twenty dollars in like our yeah, money real terms. Money. Real money terms. Yeah. And you know, should be able to get them for free. Yeah. I
2: just looked it up real quick and it's not just Reaper. It's like it's a back end issue with the game. Like all all characters are missing skins. So there's a chance that if you log on, one of your characters would be missing skins. And there's like Oh, Blizzard. okay,
1: so it's not that they're removing them, it's that they're just Well,
2: nobody really knows. As far uh, from what I looked it up just now, I don't think there's much of an official word. So people are assuming it's a bug. Mm. But Blizzard, Blizzard isn't exactly known for their stunning customer service. Yeah, no.
0: Look, don't get me wrong, the game's fun. Like I legitimately have a good time with it. If you can get if you can get on it. If I can get on it. Um, I do legitimately have a good time with it, and it is fun. Like the new characters are fun. Yeah. Um, the changes are interesting to the some characters of, some of the character changes are pretty cool um, like my main they yes. changed
2: her so she throws a spear and it makes me feel powerful makes me f- <laughs> I feel I feel like <laughs> a big man yeah. <laughs> which is the important part um,
0: but uh, look yeah we'll see I think there's a lot of issues hopefully it's early on enough that they can sort of reverse some of these really greedy decisions they're making I, I th- they cuz like the ho- they're
1: too far gone like they they <laughs> no, deliberately no, yeah, they've but, got their hooks in people. Yeah,
2: but also did we not
0: see Diablo uh, what was the new Diablo game?
1: Oh yeah. Diablo Immortal. Yeah. Come
2: on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's that's look, that's slightly different cuz that's a mobile game and they're all like that. The competitors to <laughs> yeah. Diablo Immortal are exactly the same as Diablo Immortal. Yeah. Those mobile games are pre- they're just they're problematic by themselves. Yeah. The competitors to Overwatch 2 are like Warzone Four Guys, Fortnite, Valorant, Mm. Apex Legends, those sorts of games who generally the battle passes are a bit fairer. Mm. So it's it's apples to apples and oranges to oranges.
1: I think the like I'm sure we've discussed similar things, but I don't know if we actually said this. It's just companies like Blizzard are doing things like this to test the waters. They're pushing it a bit further every time. So that... See what they can get away with. Yeah, and then like other the companies... the frog analogy. Yeah, and then other companies will follow suit eventually.
0: Hopefully, if Microsoft uh, purchases Blizzard, they'll fix it.
1: Because
3: yeah. they
0: historically haven't been too keen on going this hard.
3: Mm. Like, yeah, I think it's
0: only the
1: amount of time, though, before... Because, look, we already talked about on, like, Saturday episodes and other video game-focused episodes that we did, where how predatory this is and how the, the whole industry now is just loot boxes and microtransactions yeah. and i feel like it's just going to get worse and worse and worse until it's like a black mirror episode where it's like you can't play the game without giving yeah. it some of your blood or something you i know? think
2: one of the one of the benefits of the microsoft acquisition is that the way they handled their previous acquisition with Zenimax was when they acquired elder scrolls online mm. which had a cash shop mm. uh, one of their things was they do not believe in paid only services there needs to be a way to reasonably earn currency in game to allow you to acquire similar items in the yeah. cash shop, and they did a really good job about that. They made just simple daily play gave you enough currency once a month or whatever to buy like something cool. Hmm. And so, hopefully, if that if the acquisition goes through, because it's so who knows what's going to happen with that thing? That's a whole media disaster on yeah. its own. But uh, inshallah, the thing goes through. Uh, we will be very, what are you, we will be very <laughs> lucky because I think Microsoft will take a stern hand to the kind of greedy aspect of it because it's not in their best interest to force customers out of their environment, Look, and they've already shown yeah, that they prefer a a balanced ecosystem. I feel
1: like a lot of like because. I'm sure we've talked about it before. A lot of people like, we won't stand for this, and then they buy it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I have oh, a that's feeling... That's always a
0: problem. I just think Microsoft as a publisher generally so far hasn't really done anything this nasty. Yeah, that's why I think mm. they're going
2: to dial it back because everybody knows Activision's a greedy company. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Microsoft... No, that's one of the good things is the, all the negative press. Microsoft's going to want to be able to counter that when they get in mm. to show that it's a fresh, like, a fresh management,
0: fresh coat of paint. Mm. So, although it's like the first week of Overwatch 2. hopefully we'll just see some changes anyway because the reaction has been very negative. Yeah, that's another yeah, it's thing. Still too. It do- it's still early days. Still early days. It doesn't
2: benefit them to have this kind of negative, um, negative mindset. Mm. Um, Diablo, as Nathan said, is a bit different because you know it's a different pond entirely. Yeah, but uh, Overwatch was once the top of the top, the creme de la creme mm. of shooting games. Well, the hero-based so, uh, team shooters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to see it uh, dropped
1: so low. Yeah, but it's like all most franchises they they kind of crash and burn after Eventually. a while because not necessarily because people aren't interested or whatever, but because companies are like, how can we milk this to death? Yeah, you know. Uh,
0: look, you know, without simping for Microsoft too hard, <laughs> I think a few of their games are in we'll say comparable positions. Halo Infinite has a couple of issues.
2: Yeah, not, I've heard
1: people have problems with it,
0: but it's not that bad. Yeah, um,
2: they also had problems uh, during development. They had people come and people leave at inopportune times. Yeah, so, and also like like the, I think it was like budget stuff as well. So like they had these plans for like co- local co op and whatever, but it just didn't make it in. So mm. but there was all the I think there was all behind the scenes drama going on that interfered with a lot of their stuff. Mm. So like they had like the brainchild leave once, and then another person came in, and that person's now gone or whatever. Yeah. So that's, that was just a sad situation all around where they just weren't prepared. They were also, apparently the engine wasn't the best for what they were trying to use it, use it for. They're now moving to Unreal. They're going to be converting the game to Unreal 5. Okay. So it's like, there was a, that speaks to me that the engine must have given them problems somewhere.
1: You'd think that would like know better. I mean, I don't know anything about it. So like, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it's Another example, Sea of Thieves, their monetization is really fair. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm like, look, we'll see. Microsoft so far hasn't really turned the screws, mm-hmm. so to speak. They don't, yeah. they don't need to. But Games Pass makes 2.9 billion dollars a year,
2: based yeah. on the the leak from the Brazilian court documents. So we, they they don't need any money, man. They can yeah. just let Games Pass roll it all in for them.
1: We we've been talking about it off air. Like I don't think we've talked about it <laughs> properly on air. But like all I play is Xbox now. Like yeah. I don't play PlayStation anymore. I. Don't even look at my Nintendo Switch.
0: S- Speaking of that, have you preloaded Scorn yet?
1: No. Can you do that? You can yes, do that. Can. Comes on a Friday. Oh yeah, they moved it up a week. They did. Um, have you, you did it know it? Because Phil Spencer yes. likes it. Yeah. why. Well, I should yes. since Alan's still not here, <laughs> Alam, if you're listening, you're in trouble. <laughs> um, <laughs> since he's still not here, I might as well take the time. Yeah. To so the on our first Saturday episode, like two months ago, we were talking like video games and stuff and I was like, oh, I got the Series X because there's nice. a whole bunch of games coming out in October we'll that I don't want to play. That's it. And now it's October um, including and Scorn is the main one. Um, and I was talking to you guys. I'm like, I don't know what I want to play. I've been playing a few hours of No Man's Sky just to have yep. something to play on the new system. But I'm like, it's not really, I'm just doing it because I can pick it up and drop it. Um, And I was like trying to decide what to play and you guys were trying to help me. Anyway, after that episode, I started because I really wanted to play Psychonauts Psychonauts 2 Mm. because that came out last year, I think. Have
0: you replayed number one first?
1: Well, that's what I'm saying is, but first I wanted to replay the first one because it's been a while since I've played it. So, I finished uh psychonauts the first one i replayed that on the series x because how you can nice is it on the series x can... oh yeah Do you like i all the enhancements mean enhancements the the game when you're playing the game so really smooth and it looks nice it's just the cutscenes because they were made 20, yeah, years, just, ago yeah, few, know, like 20 years ago they're all like standard definition in like yeah, 20 it's all fuzzy yeah. yeah but that lends to, lends to some of the charm but Psychonauts is such a great game. One of the best kind of action platformers. It's yeah. so funny. It gets overlooked a lot, too. Yeah. I don't think it, it was an Xbox title or yeah. I think
0: they made, they made a mistake with when they released a follow up, it was a VR game.
1: Well, that's the thing. But the, it came out, the first game came out in 2005. Yeah. And I think it didn't do super well. Like, it's kind of like a cult. Uh, it's definitely got a cult following. Yeah. I just think when they tried to sort
0: of but, bring it back, they brought but, it back as a VR game. No, but it. that's
1: what I'm saying is when it did come back, it was uh, uh, like over uh, like 15, mm. 16 years later. And then they did the VR thing. But the VR thing was more of a... It's really
0: just a tech demo. Yeah,
1: almost. pretty much because it's like an hour long and it just sets up the story for... The second game, which is actual proper sequel yeah. to the first yeah. game, an actual proper um, platforming game. So anyway, I finished Psychonauts 1, really enjoyed it. It was great to relive that. It's such a great game. So funny. Now I'm playing Psychonauts 2. Um, Thoughts? It's great. It looks fantastic. I haven't played it. I've, oh. had, it,
2: I've had it installed for the longest yeah. time.
1: I feel like, kind of like with the first one, not enough people are playing it. Not enough, not enough people are talking about it and i think it needs more of a word of mouth yeah, yeah. i know it,
2: it did sell a lot when it came out mm. but i think now that it's the one of the only problems i could see with games pass yeah is it like once a game is firmly on games pass people are probably going to stop talking about it after they've played it that's yeah. it's, it's just like like i'll be honest it's like, like a streaming it, every movie. game that's in my games pass library i treat it like it's on my shelf yeah so i'm like why am i going to tell other people about it i know if, if james has games pass for example I know he's got it, mm. and that's so that's the way I treat it. It's, I like it's my it's kind of like I own it. I also don't own it, but part yeah.
0: of the problem with Gamers Pass is okay. So Microsoft made Psychonauts two, right? That's never going to leave Games Pass. Mm. So why should people f- people feel like I don't need to play that now because I know it's not going to go? There's anymore. no urgency. I've got to gonna yeah. focus on the yeah. games that are going to yeah. leave soon or they will leave.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it's it's kind of a double edged sword because it's like it's nice to have a place where you know it's there, yeah, and it's not going to be removed like whatever hbo and netflix are doing you know removing stuff but on the other hand yeah it does remove it's like like callum said oh it's on my shelf i don't need to i can get to it later or Never, yeah. yeah and like me you just never do yeah and then eventually when you do get to it and you're like this is amazing i got to tell everyone about this no one's played it and had didn't make enough money to make to make more games yeah, exactly. Which yeah. happens a lot, of. think. But I think
0: M- Microsoft, recently, this year, they've been doing quite a lot of work in, like, really just financing smaller games. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? They like have getting some of those games you don't really see made anymore. I,
1: I, think, I think we talked about it. Like, one, Psychonauts is a game they don't really make anymore. Um, and I think we talked about it where... Like, I don't even play mainstream AAA titles anymore Look, um, because they're all loot boxy and they're all...
0: I think you've got two camps of your, your mainstream game now. You've got your shooter-looter, like that kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. So more loot boxy. And you've got the single-player games, which, like, you've got your Assassin's the... Creed Odysseys and they're all kind of similar.
1: Yeah, and yeah, those are the, the whole open like, world thing I'm not interested in, in It's in, too much, much of a anymore. commitment. Yeah so yeah
0: where's that mid where's that mid game and they,
1: they <laughs> like churn, out, churn them out a lot it's like the same game just kind of reskin the whole yeah, COD like yeah, I, I stopped playing COD years Cry ago has yeah Far Cry I stopped playing that, yeah. that. Um, so I like I just play like indie games and like fun yeah, like, weird interesting I mean, games a,
0: like there's a game on Game as well, called Tiny Kin right and it's only like I a think 10 you told hour me game me about that yeah and it's like an old school kind of like um, Pikmin meets like I don't know, uh, Mario kind of thing. Okay. But it's like, it's a smaller scale game, but it's like, but would it exist without Games Pass? Would it make any money? Probably not. Yeah. But it's like the kind of smaller scoped games that we see now on stuff like Games Pass. Yeah. We don't really see anywhere else. Because Sony really just is more focused when they're developing a game or putting a game on their service. It's. Either like they they don't they have some they have like stray yeah but mostly it's like God of War and it's like the Last of yeah. Us remade well, those, for the fifth time yeah, or yeah like they're now they're remaking Horizon I like, Zero Dawn
1: yeah that's <laughs> like, Jesus like I like you know I like there are still triple A games that I'm very much interested in but like yeah I,
0: they, they don't take risks.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's
0: what I'm trying to say at the end of <laughs> like Yeah. A big long-winded way where, to say they don't take risks.
1: Yeah, when the first Psychonauts came out in like 2005, it's like there were weird kind of interesting games that yeah. were mainstream, that were AAA. Now you don't have that anymore. Like,
0: for instance, Scorn. Yeah. I don't know that's, I don't know the business practice, but I'm sure... That's from
1: a very... As far as I know, it's a very small studio. Yeah. I think that's what more like maybe a AA title. Yeah. But that's, that's what I want to see more of. Exactly. And I think we're getting to a point now where video game development is accessible enough for people to make games. And so you got like small studios making very polished, you know, and they can get access to like Unreal Engine 5, which is like the most amazing, most realistic looking thing. Yeah, And they can make something that is pretty much as good as a AAA title. But he's weirder and a bit different and yeah, exactly. more interesting.
0: And look, I don't know how Microsoft work and how much money they throw at these companies, but we know that Scorn's been coming to Games Pass since it's been announced. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, the fact that they've put in the they've put in the time to actually advertise and market this game yeah, as well. It's like it's giving confidence to all of these companies that are making yeah. that smaller budget. Exactly. Title.
2: Like, what? So the, they say well, that the they, the co- the most costly part of game development isn't actually the development; it's
1: the marketing. Oh, definitely. So yeah. If,
2: uh, can you imagine how happy those devs would have felt when Microsoft was like, "We want to flagship this for games pass"? Do we
1: talk about it on a Saturday episode, or were we talking about it off air? Where you're like, you're like, they give these small studios like Bank. enough money. Oh yeah. yeah, I
0: think we're talking about off air where. People criticize Games Pass for being bad for the industry or whatnot because people aren't going to buy the games. And you talk to mostly on Twitter, some of these actual game developers who have got games on Games Pass, and they say, "You, you say that... But like, but Microsoft straight up dropped a dump truck of cash in my house and paid yeah. for like a year of my life. Yeah, and now like there's... it's easy for you to say, oh, but no one's going to buy you a game. But and they pre, it's like Microsoft's buying their game yeah. like a hundred thousand times for these companies, and they basically
1: I mean? funded their next game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which they never would have been able to do otherwise. And
0: I don't think the developers really going to care that it's like, oh, people are going to be able to play it on Games Pass for a year or two or however long the contract lasts. It's mm. like no, they just got their house paid off. I don't yeah. think
1: they care at right now. But also, it's not that just they don't care they got the money. It's like it's in a place that's relatively accessible and relatively affordable. Well, but yeah, And it's not locked there in a way that makes it inaccessible to people who don't have Games exactly. Pass. Because the, 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 the I've bought a lot of games that are on Games Pass because I don't have it because I don't play enough.
2: The interesting thing is that they want it to be separate from the console itself. So the end game for Games Pass is to... It'll be on TVs and you, all you need is an Xbox controller. Well, if you, so it'll be on that'll TVs. That'll be cool. There, if, there, there's rumors that they're coming out with like a cloud stick. Like, you know, like the Google sticks for yeah. your TV. And then like you stream off of the stick. So you, just, if you're going somewhere, you can just bring your controller and the stick and just plug it in. and that's start cool. playing. So like the end game is this really accessible environment. It's not a console. It's like Games Pass is its own separate entity. It's on Bing now yeah so, rolling like, out so on that's like, No, if you type in the on the, in the browser in the yeah browser, and even on Amazon it it's like there's Amaz- in some countries on the Amazon pages for games there's yeah. a play with games Pass cloud now that's cool so like it, it's this whole thing where they're trying to build an environment for accessibility so you first. don't need a
1: console you just stream that's it from the, their that's servers right.
2: that's the end goal that's interesting so everyone's, everyone's focusing on hardware sales I mean you probably need a gigabit to play in any yeah. Microsoft resolution. is the best no in 50 years for example <laughs> Xbox is like the hardware for nerds where it's like the most of the people will be playing games plus games wherever they are whether it be on a phone or on your TV or your hollow display screens because it's 50 years in the future
1: yeah or beam it right directly into your eye yeah that's it I'll just say one more thing um we it was such a when Xbox One came out it was such a disaster. It was like that whole always <laughs> online yeah. connect. You have to have the connect connected. And Sony was like, oh, you know, we can do whatever but, yeah, we he, want. here's
0: how you he's how you lend the empty.
1: Yeah, they and you it just it. It was It's like haha, ha. and it was like oh Xbox, and I was always kind of like an Xbox guy, but and then I was like no, that's dumb. I'm getting the PS4, and now a few years, well, years later, kind of flipping. It's completely flipped. Like Sony is just it's like no ps5 you, you
0: can get an xbox if you try right? yeah there's no ps5s anywhere and yeah. then they raise the price why because we yeah. can yeah <laughs> like it's like no but someone did exactly. a teardown down over the new ps5 and the parts are cheap but then the old ps5 yeah yeah so it's like why are you raising the price because i Artif- can and artificial game,
1: yeah and people pay for it
0: yeah and people will pay for it yeah. and it's like you know the whole darth vader thing pray we don't alter the deal further <laughs> yeah like you know so uh, yeah. speaking yeah. of
2: paying for playstation 5s so we're joined by Alaman studio yeah. <laughs> hey hey
0: <laughs> He sells them, all right? <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. Finally, look I who decided to show like, b- up. Any thoughts on Xbox versus PlayStation? I know you're a Sony man.
3: No, Xbox is winning it clearly at this point. <laughs> yeah. um, Sony's done kind of anti-consumer thing after anti-consumer thing. Yeah, Just because they were, you know, they had the, uh, what do you want to call it? They had some uh, positive what? karma from, from last generation. Yeah, but now have burn saying, yeah. yeah, they had to burn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they had to burn it.
0: Allegedly, their latest thing is paying companies lots of cash just to not go on Games Pass. Not put their yeah. games on their own, not put their games on their own PlayStation yeah, Plus bribes. service, just to give them Pretty money just to
1: not go on Xbox. Everything Sony's doing is like uh, stamping their feet, being like, oh, we don't like Microsoft, and they're not actually doing anything for themselves. Well, it, like it's, the to whole,
0: it's the whole kind of running a positive campaign versus a negative yeah. campaign, right? And at the moment, you've got Microsoft trying their best to run a positive campaign. Yeah. Like, they've got a website now. Like, here's what good things will happen if we can acquire Activision Blizzard. I mean, it's them or Tencent. Yeah. It's like, let's be real. It's them, Tencent, Facebook or Apple. No one wants those other ones no, no, to, no, yeah. to own Activision Blizzard and own your data. Yeah. Um, and it's like Sony's just trying to trying to stop it. Yeah. And I was like, well, you don't have enough money to buy them. What would you do?
1: They're sore losers. And yeah, like they're running a negative... Instead of saying, we're awesome, come over to Sony. They're saying, Microsoft sucks. Yeah. Don't go over to it's... them and not offering Look, anything. You
0: know, I'm not going to be innocent here and say negative campaigns don't work because they do. For a lot of people, they do. Mm. Uh, but it's just not nice. It's not nice politics. It's not a nice way to play the game.
1: No. Yeah.
0: Um, we'll be right back after this short break. You are back on the Tuesday Review. Um, so PAX happened this just weekend just past. And three of us in the pa- studio went. Yeah, I didn't the go. The Penny Arcade exhibition. exhibition.
1: It's like an yeah. exhibition for like new games. It's
0: and it's video games, it's tabletops, board games, yeah. card games. It's like Comic-Con for video games. Yeah, it's Comic-Con yeah. for video games. And, um, you know, normally all of the big exhibitors are there. You've got Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft. Yeah. EB usually kind of co-partners and co-hosts the, the mm. whole thing. Yeah. Um, it's sort of EB Expo merged with PAX. Okay. Um, but EB was not present this year, neither were Nintendo, Sony, or Microsoft.
1: Yeah, so, so all the big studios. I
0: yeah. oh, look, we think it's a natural reaction to COVID. Yeah, this is the recovery year. This is the recovery year, and it was always going to be a bit sparse, but oh boy.
1: Because you guys go every year, and I was I was planning to go, but it didn't work out. Um, and then you guys were like, oh, no, it was crap.
2: Pretty much. I think I enjoyed it the least out of everyone. Yeah. Um, because so for context the last packs that i can remember the sony and xbox exhibitions were awesome so there were there was just like an open area where there were consoles and displays set up yeah. with games that were either kind of new or unreleased yeah so it's like you could play and there were a few games that had been out for a while like there was like lucky's tale or whatever but anyway it was really interesting to get you actually get your hands on games that hadn't been released and there wasn't like no very little because there were so many stations, there wasn't a huge queue. Yeah. So it's like me me and Jake and, and Nathan and Alan and Christian, we could just go and play games and it was like it was great that way. Hmm. But because these that no one was there this year, there was just the indies. And personally I wasn't a huge fan of the indie developers this year because like at least half of the games weren't games that you would traditionally play at an exhibition. So it was like real-time
1: strategy yeah, games. it's not something you can just get a quick taste yeah, of. Yeah,
2: visual novels, for example. I feel it was a few RPGs. Like stuff that you need to be able to sink some time into to get a feel for it.
3: And like, you know, it's it's an exhibition. There's people everywhere. When you- you've got like one to three computers showcasing the game, hmm. and there's what, you know? 20 people that want to have a go. Yeah. But to have a proper go, it's going to take you half an hour. That's just... It's, it's, it's yeah. not going to work. I yeah. think
0: also you got to keep in mind with the big exhibit is not there. Um, usually... So usually you've got... The, you, the whole is divided into two, right? You've got tabletop and everything else on one side and video games on the other. Yeah. But because this year was mainly just like shops, like M-Wave... Um, Scorp- HyperX. HyperX. Audio yeah. Technica. Like computer shops. Yeah. Like there's just basically like shops... And then the indie games. So okay. and there was Final Fantasy, which was like booked out of like eight hours as soon as they opened, right? Yeah. So it's like you've really like that made it worse because all yeah. if you wanted to see a video game outside of a couple of things everyone was it lining was up for just it, yeah. it was just indies. Yeah. Outside of a couple extras, like we'll get into later. Um, But uh, so that kind of really compounded the situation Mm. because normally when you had the big exhibitors there, it's kind of spread out a bit more. The crowds are spread out. Mm -hmm. But when the video games like almost just exclusively the indies, of course, everyone who wants to play video games is going to go there. Right. And so the crowd's going to be much bigger. Mm. So it was hard for any of us really to play any video games. Because we
2: weren't there lining up for the doors to open. We came, because we parked at the exhibition this year, so it was like super smooth for us. So we yeah. get there, we stroll right in, there's no queues. The downside is we were like the back of the, if we wanted to play the new Sonic game, for example, back yeah. of the queue. Yeah, and they had Sonic. What, what games did
0: we actually play? We played a cool snowboarding game,
3: skiing you game. was an indie snowboarding game. Yeah. Uh, there was a uh, 2D Souls-like yeah, that was game. difficult. That was like yeah. a, 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 almost Metroid disc as well. Yeah. That was pretty nice. Um, we played unreleased Street Fighter. Yes, I beat Alam in Street Fighter Six. <laughs> I won one of the rounds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny because he was getting so upset. Because it was uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. I whooped his ass. <laughs> and he wasn't happy about that. Yes. And then he was like, I'll show you. We'll play Street Fighter. And then we did, and I beat him. Yeah. That's okay, Alan. The game's <laughs> not
2: finished yet. Maybe it's just it's just not ready for... It could just week. be buggy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I it. Come play... It's tech. not. <laughs> it's unbalanced. Right, we'll, we'll I'll juggle team. you so hard. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, Forest law.
0: But I think... Look, we had some fun, you know. We, we, we played like we just played console free play for a while yeah it's like... well, we are
3: talking about off
1: air how it's, it's also you have to decide if you want to waste your time at the exhibition in line for most of the day yeah so it's like you kind of trade off of like do I really want to play this game and stand in line for hours I think this was the first year where we were
2: kind
0: of just like nah
2: yeah. On the like, on the shop aspect of things, so the, one of the one of the reasons I like going to PAX is because they have a lot of they have a lot of merch there that can be a little difficult to get elsewhere. Mm. So like, there's King's Comics, of course, they're there every year, and yeah. but you know I usually buy like one comic from them every time I go, just cause you yeah. know they have the Image Comics there, and I'm like I love Image Comics. So yeah. Anyway, um, the other reason that the merch areas are so great is because like you can get like dice there, like role playing dice, but also like indie indie tabletop games sell their wares there and stuff like that so you can pick up really interesting RPGs and stuff like that but this year it was all just what they call 5th edition books Mm. so it was all D&D supplements basically and I, I was kind of bored by it I'm like everything's the same this year there was only one interesting game and it's not new but like I haven't seen it played elsewhere called Dragon Dice and so I bought that yeah um, but yeah I just was really disappointed in the selection of wares it was either board games or D&D supplements that was it yeah. and dice and like the I, there was like one dice set that I really wanted but it was $175 Oof. and I'm like it's just dice like, yeah. that's, they, they that's don't need the, to become jewellery
0: that's the other thing usually yeah. you can get a good discount at packs. yeah not this year Oh but no, I found like up. this year, honestly, you can get probably better discounts off yeah. shopping and online. And again, that's yeah. probably the COVID impact of things as well.
2: They probably thought maybe we can't yeah. take the, the hit that we normally would because I suppose if you're an indie, especially if you're a small business or an indie selling their own stuff, yeah. PAX is a great time for you to make connections with people, like, you know, make new yeah. fans your brand. Because
1: it's, it's not just companies there, it's like people who make their own stuff and are like yeah. selling and, it. Yeah,
2: and companies, like there's a lot of company to company connections. Yeah. So yeah. I found out that Dragon Dice talked to... um distributors at PAX so they're interested in maybe selling Dragon Dice in other stores around Victoria mm. but it's like it's one of the things where it's it's a great place to be if you are a businessman or a woman or whatever yeah but the problem is like I said I think that everyone did it tough during COVID especially small business and stuff like that yeah so maybe there'll be better deals next year I imagine I this year everyone was just yeah, a bit this year you know, was the bounce to back and there. hopefully next yeah.
1: year and hopefully next year if um microsoft and sony and nintendo announced they're not coming again then you guys know what more what you're in for
0: well that's the thing that we didn't you don't know oh I, they don't announce it no not until no so the badges you that's annoying so basically when you buy the early and i guess bird, they can pull out get, at any time you get even a after you bought it yeah you get a discount for buying early bird badges right yeah when we buy our badges that's when they go and sale for the yeah. early bird discount um but you don't know who's going to be the exhibition yeah yeah um, we didn't know until Cause almost the week before that when they release like the app and you got a map and stuff and you can see who's there. Yeah, we didn't know until we got there basically.
1: Because uh, you know, obviously the last few years like no no exhibitions have been happening. You know, E three and all that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if Sony and Microsoft and they they come back at all.
0: Yeah, I think they will eventually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But some yeah. of it was weird this year. It was a weird
3: year. Yeah, like
0: they the, like Amazon Prime Video had
3: a booth. Yeah, and like again, you think okay, fine, they they need things to fill the space, but then people are actually lining up to watch the boys, the boys, or uh, Jack Ryan, or that's, that's a the Lord of the Rings TV show. Yeah. Like, well, you're you coming to
0: PAX To sit in a booth And watch an episode Of a TV show But you're
2: waiting Live live. That being said Let's not forget That like PAX is a weird thing It's so, like There will be A hundred people Sitting down All playing their DS For example yeah. So it's like th- There are people Who would go to PAX And be like I feel like watching An episode of The Boys And then they'll it's, go And watch an th- episode Of The Boys Just cause It's an expensive Episode of The Boys but That's my point It's an expensive Place to be To just sit down And play your DS I mean
0: It was an expensive Weekend for me that's whose fault was that? It was my fault. There we all go. Right. Do you want it? Um, I'll, I'll I'll divulge. All right. <laughs> I, um, we get there on day two, and I can't find my badge anywhere.
1: Oh, you have to buy a new ticket. Mm-hmm. A well, new Saturday so, sold out. Oh. Saturday it sold out. So we
0: went to their booth, and at the time I thought I'd like I dropped it on leaving the house, or mm. I dropped it in Alam's car or something. So we had a look in the car, couldn't find it. That's fine. Me and Christian, uh, sign producer of the show. Yeah. He um we went up to the, the badge office. I'm look, oh, I think I've lost my badge. Uh, what can we do? It's register you register your badges in your name, whatever. So it's fine. Yeah. Um they'd be able to look me up or whatever. There's nothing they could do and the lady told me to enjoy LobbyCon. Which oh. is the people that rock up without badges <laughs> just to see all like the fan fairy stuff that goes on outside of the yeah, hall. Yeah, yeah. Which i kinda like, rude. Yeah, but no, like I understood where she was coming from. Like, you know, there's still some fun to be had, but yeah. It's not really. <laughs> so I Ubered at home. Found my badge and I had to Uber it back. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's an expensive weekend. But, that's okay. <laughs> but to be fair, my Uber driver was doing 110 on the ring Road right on the way home in the 80s. So zero. There I'm fast. like, yeah, it's not my license. <laughs> <laughs> but it's your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that being said, the, the food was
2: like the best part. The food trucks were pretty good Actually, this year.
0: food trucks usually hit and miss. Yeah, mm. But we found the one food truck we did like. The sausages, man. Oh. The sausages. <laughs> was it the Kaisers? What was it called? Yeah, the Kaisers
3: sausages, I believe. The Kaisers uh-huh. sausages, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like... A like bunch of bratwursts. Yeah, yeah, yeah that really was nice. so nice. <laughs> Chunky. I used to get them with... Um, the sauerkraut. Sauerkraut, mustard, and some tomato sauce. Yeah,
1: very nice. Yes.
3: it's was good. But
1: um, Callum was telling me about a um, tabletop. Oh, no, Nathan and Callum were talking well, about Well, on table. the third
3: day, Callum decided he was... Uh, Done with PAX. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look, and to be fair, I know
2: it, it was not a popular decision uh, for, like in the eyes of the boys, but PAX sucked this year. Like, I already seen it. So I had seen everything PAX had to offer, apart from the tabletop, which was booked out fully from the minute we got there. Yeah. Like, four times I'd done loops and so on, I'd seen
3: everything. I was like, I already know what's there. Mm. Like, eh. and So we went in, lined up. And because of Sunday, because a lot of people that like Calm had become disappointed, disillusioned, decided not to come on the Sunday. Yeah, uh, we got ourselves a nice uh, booking for um, a sci-fi esque game.
0: Yeah, so we we played a hospitality role playing game. Yeah. yeah, tabletop. Yeah, um, called Xander, in which we were basically so like the the and this guy is he Victorian? Do we know? Oh, he's, he's Australian. I don't know if he's Victorian yeah. necessarily. So this is an indie um, Australian tabletop author. Mm. T um. Basically, so he created this story around once every like 100 years or whatever it was. Um, there's like a F- Galactic Federation kind of annual summit or centennial summit. Yeah. And we were basically the help. Yeah. Which there was, uh, Alan was, was the catering. MC. Catering. I was the head waiter. Jake was the holo designer and the fourth player. Yeah. Was, um, was the, chef. the The chef. And we just had to basically survive. And the guy's like, oh, there's no way to win this. And Alam's like, we'll see. Uh, challenging. Subject. Yeah, this, this poor guy had no idea he
2: was like,
3: sitting yeah. in his see, table. We, we have a very big habit of uh, derailing campaigns. and <laughs> <like> going <laughs> where we want to go. It's so not so much about
0: derailing, about challenging the <laughs> or, DM. Yeah, yeah, challenging yeah, like your DM, de- de- right? Definitely
3: getting off the beaten path. <laughs> yeah. Finding yeah. the boundaries of the rules. Yeah, finding the boundaries of the rules. This, th- that poor guy. And the dude, this is
0: like the first time the dude was showcased in <laughs> this game. I will give credit to the dude. Uh, he's Dognut Boy, aka Stuart L Holmes. His Twitter is at Stuart H underscore Va. Um, you can find all his games on his website. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was the first time he'd actually been showing this game off. Yeah, and it, the rules are fairly simple. Well, it was nice.
1: Yeah, that's what's cool. We were talking about the other day of how like you, if you make a game like a tabletop game, you come up with your own rule system and your own lore and, like, um, background for the characters and stuff. Like, you can exhibit it at If you're lucky enough, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, Yeah, or you yeah, you can get a table there or whatever, and people can come and play it. So that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, um, so we, we got rocked up on Sunday morning, and we were lucky enough to get the last available positions for this game for 11 o'clock. We got mm. there at 10.30, so we walked straight in, basically. Yeah, so
3: we sat and had some brats. Yes, and, uh, uh, then we came on down to breakfast. breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> this this poor man did
0: not uh, did not know quite what to expect. Uh, it, like to be fair, he's probably nervous as well, right? Yeah. He, there's like a thousand people. He's gonna be doing this like every day,
3: all day. Yeah, like, and he's had mostly, I'd say, I'd imagine, relatively vanilla players. <laughs> so just want experience and we're like let's see what we can do here that's it <laughs>
0: and yeah well we, Alan derailed the game a couple of times oh, it was just me <laughs> no, all Jake right. helped <laughs> yeah you know? uh, so at one point there was a giant worm which we were meant to use in some recipe in the kitchen
3: yeah so and we some had some r- av- wrestle the worm like squeeze the juice out of it
0: <laughs> and w- there was some amnesia potion or something like that that we had some amnesia pod yeah. which we meant to also use the little we'll cut off and throw away or whatever yeah I think the guy intended for us to be using it on like a politician, yes. or for something to happen, yeah. And then Jake's like, "Give it to the worm and make him think that Alan, like, he's Alan's
3: son." <laughs> and the dude's just like, what, "What? Like, what is going on here? Like, I'm yeah. losing control." <laughs> so he so changed it from being my son to one of the team. So we we gave it the, the the pod. It obviously forgot who it was. I said, "Forget everything except breathing and fine dining." It was like the <laughs> SpongeBob episode. And so we put a little bow tie on the worm, and he's like, put a little plate on his head, and he's like serving. Odors and stuff. um, uh, (laughs) I feel bad for the guy. Look, he he (laughs) gave us these items, and we did what we could. We locked a dog in the pantry, never let it out. It was a robot robot dog. No (laughs) dogs were harmed. Yeah. The Um, the power of imagination. And
0: (laughs) And I think in the end, there was some sort of. um, Spoiler alert for this game. Spoiler alert for this game. But you're the DM, like, you know, you can run it differently. Yeah. Uh, uh, we meant to like I guess choose a side sort of thing mm. um with some sort of sensitive data yeah right? there's a
3: tablet of sensitive data that one politician had. we took it off them and but the another politician got a hold of it mm. and basically that tablet um could be sold for a very large sum of money, but it would also ruin basically the empires that were coming together here, yeah. So we were basically, ideally, I think, to play the campaign, you're supposed to stop or convince this politician, with, either with the amnesia potion or some other way, to not, you know, divulge this data. Mm. So what we did in typical, our fashion, was we took the data off the guy and we sold it ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought <laughs> so you were we, going to do. We decided to extort the situation. And we won. And we won. <laughs> yeah, because we, won. we earned a planet apiece. <laughs> and uh, it, it was revealed to us later on that yeah, the original person, Xander, who invites you to this uh, gig to work, wasn't actually going to pay you. So oh. most people actually ended up walking out of here just alive. Yeah. Whereas we walked out of here with a profit, you know? <laughs> so. so they won.
0: But again, we, you know, we gave him some ideas. Winning, winning we, the we, unwinnable win, game. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's how we do. Yeah. Uh, look, overall, yeah, Pax was that, a little underwhelming this year. Like, hopefully, it rebounds next year with yeah. when there's more confidence. Well,
1: yeah, I was going to come in 2019 and I couldn't, and then the um, pandemic happened. I think our problem then,
0: is we always say we should try and apply for media passes. We're on radio and all <laughs> yeah. this kind of stuff, we never do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because you guys go every year, and I'm always like, oh, I'll go next year. I'll go next year. But next year I might actually go because um, I like the those ideas of like the tabletop and the yeah. the kind of indie like like that that guy you were talking about. Um, he, you said he made it during COVID. Like everyone was in lockdown, he's like, I'm gonna make my own tabletop RPG game. Yeah. Like you know, that that interests me of like uh, that home grown, home brew yeah, industry. Mm. You know,
0: yeah, and it's very. It is interesting, and there's lots of the whole there.
1: the big Microsoft, Nintendo things. Is like who okay, so cares? I'm going to see that on the internet tomorrow. Yeah, to yeah. the day yeah. after. No, that like, is
0: one of the most unique things about PAX is that you get to see these games often before they're released to public. Yeah, or you get to see a lot of that as it's sort of growing. Hmm. I guess, and
3: you, and you get to see them before they're kind of swept under the wave of more mainstream stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like this is a great way, especially for local indies to kind of get you know, their head above the water and say, hey, look, I've got something cool.
0: Not just role-playing video games as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's like I mean. At least half of the PAX this year was games made specifically in Melbourne. There's yeah. a big... There's there's a growing yeah, industry We're here. like the only state that really throws money into the video game industry. Yeah, we the
1: artist yeah, yeah.
0: The, yeah. the state, home of yeah. Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. Which, you know what?
2: A-
1: we
0: laugh, but the Victorian government what paid a large sum of money to that studio. Yeah. They yeah. probably made a return same you know oh, yeah like was
3: that's business
1: with, was cold with the, the, the lamb you were saying the other day was um made in victorian yeah, that's victorian yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: you, you could so buy t-shirts from them like as well they had all kinds of merch yeah so they but must that, be rolling the, that game in blew, in blew up yeah
0: yeah and like you know victoria victoria in at least in Australia, is the place to be if you're a video game development company mm. uh before we run out of time alan i, re- I hear you played some overwatch too yes um, and I got to tell—I'm
2: sorry to tip my own horn. I got a template player kill streak. Not to buy, not to brag.
3: Yeah, no, <laughs> Calum's doing quite well with Overwatch. Yeah, very good.
2: Um, Orisa Orisa represent Yeah, that's it. Uh, so they're I gonna start, nerf it, don't you worry. I started <laughs> with
3: Lucio, and they took my damn skin away. Oh! So very—I had a very very special skin.
2: it's happened to everyone. It was
3: the uh, Ribbit skin, but it was in blue. Okay. Uh, I think it was called like Toxic or something or Poison Dart, mm. and it was only available to buy using like uh, the um, competition coins. And it's just gone. It's just, I was so disappointed. Yeah. For initially, for initially, like when Jake saw it, he's like, you're wearing the standard costume. I'm like, okay. So did your account get completely wiped? Because some people have had that happen. Yeah. Thankfully, it wasn't yeah. that. I, um, I've been very petty. Mm-hmm.
0: Because there's an influx of new players, I've been going through my skin selection and being like, you can't ever get this skin, I'll wear that. You can't ever get this skin, I'll wear that. The challenge skins, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> What um, do you mean? So, back in the day, Overwatch used to have a couple of events here and there with like, if you play during this time and you win so many games, you'll get a special skin that you can only win during this event. Yeah. And I've been wearing all those skins. Oh, so, people okay. can look at me being like, so you're like I have jealous? no idea what that yeah. is here, basically. Alan yeah. <laughs> would be the king of that, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> he has a me. Jake in in one terms of your yeah. missing
2: skins, uh, there are a lot of people missing skins. We're assuming it's a bug. Yeah. Um, it sounds
1: yeah. like if if people are losing complete completely like their whole account as well, it might just be teething problems. Yeah, yeah. Because I correct. was saying to Callum at the start of the show, I'm hoping it's not like a predatory, pre- deliberate predatory practice from Blizzard, going like we're gonna make people spend more money by
3: yeah, you know.
1: <laughs> you turn
2: your account fixed, give us fifty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I wouldn't be surprised. Because this can't put anything past them. be
3: found anymore. So, yeah. it's like completely gone from the game, which makes more of that that teething issue sense. But still disappointing to start off with. But Overall, um, playing it's the fun. game, having it's a lot still of fun. fun. It's still fun. fun. Yeah. It's fun. Um, so like, the game itself isn't bad. It's just the rollout. It's
1: yeah. the rollout yeah. and, the and, and, and the monetization, and the fact that you can can't even get on to play. You have to that wait like up. an hour for it to get <laughs> a match. Has,
2: Blizzard has never had a good rollout, apart from I guess Diablo Immortal. Like every every which, time, every time, which again, game no, the mobile, the mobile yeah. Game, yeah. no, no, that's what I mean. Like in terms of the log on and, and stuff like that, like they've never had a smooth launch. Mm. So it's kind of expected. Although Overwatch 2's launch is probably the worst we've seen
1: so far. Mm. So, so props you, to them. is it worth, because they've like shut down Overwatch 1, is this worth it?
3: Well, it's free. It's okay.
0: free. Okay. Like, Fair enough. It's the, the actual gameplay routine, the gameplay loop is no still no, no, no. very fun. Okay. Yeah. It's just, you know, if you feel like you need to buy a certain costume or yeah, skin, that's that point. it might hurt you. Yeah. Um. But the actual the actual game is a great time. To play with friends especially. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's good if you're playing with friends. It's really fun.
1: This just popped into my head. Sorry, it's a bit off topic. There's a new game out where you have to put your mobile number in to play. COD. Oh, Oh, they
0: tried that with Overwatch 2, but they took it away from the backlash. Okay,
1: yeah. That's... that's Yeah, because there was a huge backlash. Look, there's some problem. There are some
2: countries which have prepaid uh, cell phone numbers, but the numbers aren't static, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, there's a whole bunch of countries where I think it was with Call of Duty where they just can't play Call of Duty It happened anymore. with Overwatch too as well. Yeah. They yeah, say, I don't like any they, of Yeah, stuff. and they're saying this isn't fair just because the way our country handles, like, mobiles or whatever. Yeah. It's not the same as in Australia, where if you get a prepaid um, SIM card, mm. you pretty much keep your number. There are different systems in other countries that work a bit differently. Yeah. So they're locked out of Call of Duty. And even if you talk to support, they're like, sorry, well, you, need a, you need the one phone number, number to attach yeah. it to
0: they, they disabled that from Overwatch 2, luckily. Yeah.
2: But
3: yeah. I'm assuming this but is a security feature, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's so many other ways to do two factor authentication. Yeah. yeah. There's apps for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Just Google Authenticator. I yeah. think
0: it's more so that they can be like, to stop Track swatting and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. their idea of like, trying to maintain decency. Yeah. I just, I don't but like any just, of
3: that kind of no. DR. Any, any, any. role um, We're all playing with VPNs now. That'll learn them. Yeah. <laughs> Calm's like, no, don't <laughs> encourage him Alan,
1: please. <laughs> I'm like, already right, there, man. Already there. No, yeah, I, I hate any of that, like, having to sign into a third-party thingy and then getting it, yeah. you know, and it's like, having to make a Ubisoft uh, Plus account. It's like, I hate all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know, yeah. Oh, Makes me mad. Origin, I miss games man. where you just, like, put the cartridge in and you push play on the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then you got to pull the cartridge out and blow on it. Yeah, because it <laughs> didn't work the first time.
0: <laughs> well, they, they recently fixed um, the Xbox with that, too. So now... Um, you don't need online authentication to play just disc play anymore. Yeah, there's a... Good. So, if, you, if your Xbox is offline, you just put the disc in, you can play. Whatever's good. on the DS. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, so there was an
2: article I read a while ago that said one of their plans for the future is to allow you to designate a home console, mm. which you can do already. But if you put a disc into your home console, you can say, this is my main console. Yeah. And then you can play discless for those games. Okay. That's... I've read an article. I don't know if they've scrapped it or if it's like down the line sometime... But apparently they're trying to make it so their DRM can detect what console you're using with the disc. Yeah. So like you can say like I'm gonna this is I'm putting a disc in here so you know I own the disc. But then I'm only able to play it on this console without the disc. So you don't have to have your disc library. Oh, you don't have to keep getting discs out all the time. That's you,
1: cool because like I love physical. Yeah. Media. But I, it's a it's I, a pain sometimes uh, to yeah, get all your discs out yeah. and swap them around. And yeah. So that's actually a cool idea for me. I'm
2: hoping they're going to continue it. I haven't heard anything since. Mm. But I'm I'm hoping next next year maybe...
0: They basically install the game on your console anyway and then you just... did The disc is only there for... It's a check. It's just a key. Yeah.
1: Because like uh, there, with Xbox, there's a lot of like uh, old um, original Xbox games where if you already have the original Xbox game, you just put it in and it downloads the digital version onto your hard drive. But you have to always have it in while you're playing that game and sometimes it's a bit annoying. It's It's like I have to go find my old copy of Battlefront 2 from 2005 and then put it in yeah, but that's uh, cool at least you don't have to double hopefully double do hopefully they do it yeah that, it sounds um, like a good idea
0: I reckon that's all the time we've got for tonight yes thanks for listening everybody uh, please should, like and share the Tuesday Review Facebook page
1: yeah via Twitter Instagram at Tuesday Review AU you
0: can listen to other episodes on Anchor Spotify Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen yep Uh, Thanks, everybody. We'll be back next week. Adios, cousins.